G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Paddy McGarten has been good enough to join us on the line this morning. Morning, Paddy. G'day, mate. How are you going? Very well. Uh, thanks for your time this morning. Uh, just in your words, uh, tell us about... Uh, the Blue Balloon Challenge and, uh, you know, what sort of work you do to help uh, the awareness of diabetes. No, nah, mate, you've, you've summed it up pretty well there. I was just listening to all that. You've summed it up perfectly. But um, basically the, the challenge is just sort of made for, you know, not only type 1 diabetics but for, you know, their families and, and also people sort of outside of that bubble as well just to sort of show that, um, you know, while, you know, diabetes can sort of be a bit of an invisible illness, you know, you can sort of look at people and um, they look completely fine but, um, you know, outside of that, they're sort of juggling something that um, is sometimes hard to see. And I think um, the Blue Balloon Challenge is sort of a bit of an initiative to, to try and show people that, you know, while we know we're, we're living with type 1, we've also got, you know, things we have to juggle outside of that as well. So, um, yeah, no, it's a really good initiative, mate, and something that, you know, I feel very lucky to be a part of. Medtronic have done a great job setting it all up, and um, it's good to bring a bit of an awareness to it. We spoke to earlier in the week on Afternoons Jack Fitzpatrick, the former Demon and Hawk, who also um, has battled along with uh, diabetes over the journey. Just if there's some young boys or young girls out there that are they're playing their sport and they're also, they've got diabetes, what would some of the advice you would give them? Um, well, I think, mate, to, to be honest, I mean, advice that I was always given from a young age, especially from sort of my parents, was... Um, just to not let it stop you doing anything that you want to do. I think, um, you know, it, it does have a lot of challenges that, that comes with it and it can be quite challenging at times, but I think um, it's something that can build a lot of resilience amongst amongst individuals and um, to try and use that as best as you can to, you know, succeed in whatever it is, whether it's sport, whether it's, um, you know, music, whether it's at school, um, in the workplace, whatever it is, I think it can teach you a lot of lessons that, um, you know, potentially people with type 1 diabetes don't, don't get to learn. So... Um, I think just try and take as many positives out of it as you can. And I think, um, you know, with people that play sport in particular, probably advice I give, especially to young kids, is um, don't try and chase perfection with it. It's a, it's an imperfect formula, type 1 diabetes, and it's, in, it's impossible to, to be perfect. Otherwise, we, we wouldn't have it. So, um, you know, there's going to be days where it's not great and there's going to be days where it's really good. And um, just try and, you know, ride the highs and the lows as best you can, and um, you know, literally and metaphorically, and don't, don't get too down on yourself if, if things aren't going perfect because it's, um, yeah, as I said, it's an imperfect formula. With your diabetes, Paddy, I'm, I guess in a, in a few weeks' time, you're going to begin pre-season training. We know it's a really tough time for footballs, you know, physically really challenging. Is, is that the time of the year where it is more difficult for you to manage? Yeah, it's definitely got its challenges, mate. That's for sure. I mean, I'm, I'm very lucky now that I, I use a pump um, through Medtronic that, that gives me a lot of options and it gives me a lot of flexibility and stability with it as well. So, I'm very lucky. The technology's come a long way, you know, since I even since I first started playing at the Saints, um, it's come a long way. So it definitely helps me a lot. But yeah, you, you're spot on, mate. Like it's a, it is a very taxing time pre-season, probably more so than in-season. And um, yeah, I'm very lucky. Now the Swans have got a great sort of support network there, and doctors and and the staff and and everyone's sort of all over it. I'm very lucky there that I've got um, Tom, my brother too, who knows it like the back of his hand. So um, you know, if there's ever any times where you know I'm looking like I'm a bit shaky, then Tom's sort of two or three steps ahead of everyone else and he sort of knows what's going on. So, um, you know, I'm very lucky in that regard too, mate. But I think, you know, I've just got plans in place and things in place at the club so that, you know, if the worst case ever does happen and I need to have a few lollies or anything like that goes down, that um, that it can be done pretty quickly and everyone's got a, a really good understanding of what's going on, which, um, you know, I'm very lucky that that's the case. What have you been doing post-footy season, Paddy? 
Uh, well, I put pools down for a bit, mate. It was a big year, and I, um, yeah, I had a, yeah, I, I was pretty drained and, and mentally sort of spent by the end of it. So um, I was very lucky, mate. I went overseas for for a few weeks with um, with my partner Luce and and with Tom and a few of the boys, and um, that was really good fun. And then um, came back, and I've just been down in Geelong, mate. I've been down in Geelong where my family's from, chilling out. My parents own the bowling club, so I've been down there working a few few shifts, pouring a few pots. Beautiful. It's been nice. And, um, yeah, just taking it easy, mate. It's been good. And I'm back up in Sydney now for a few days and caught up with a few boys before, which was good. And, um, yeah, just taking it easy, mate. And we're back into it on the on the 5th. So um, gear up for another big year, hopefully. Great season for you. Great season for the club. Obviously, grand final day was a, a real disappointment of you. Has it been on your mind much since? Have you been able to process what happened on the day from the team's point of view, or have you been able to, you know, try and quickly move on as quick as you can? No, I'm pretty good, man. I, I, um, I don't know. I've been through a bit in footy, and um, and I've, I'm pretty, pretty good at compartmentalising stuff and just sort of parking it. And yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously very disappointing. It was um, not ideal, but I think you know I reflect on the year, and um, you know, we were we were nine and, and seven at round sixteen, and had. You know, people telling us that we needed to win games to make finals and we were in a bit of strife. So, um, you know, the goalpost sort of kept changing as the year went on and um, we won 10 in a row and got, got to the grand final. And yeah, it didn't go to plan, but I think, you know, we've got a lot of great older guys and then we've got some really, really exciting young guys too. So um, hopefully we take the lessons, mate, pop it on the chin, come back day one pre-season, ready to go and hopefully um, get ready for another crack at it. From a personal point of view, if we go back 12 months' time and someone would have said you had the year you had... Personally, you played in a team that made it all the way through the grand final. You could play some great mm. footy alongside your brother. You probably wouldn't have even believed believed them at the time. It, it worked out almost perfectly yeah. for you, bar that grand final day. Yeah, yeah, almost perfectly. Yeah, no, it was. Um, yeah, you, you spot on, mate. I was actually talking to someone about it yesterday. I was doing some stuff and um, sort of said, you know, this time last year I was on the SSP and was just going to train on and hopefully get signed up and then. Yeah, played that first game, and I said to someone yesterday, if I had played one game and um, that was it, then I would have been would have been fine because it was a long sort of journey to get back, and just to play that one game was sort of the goal. But you know, to play you know 24, I think it was, and play in a grand final and play some finals and um, get that experience, and you know, as you said, play alongside you know, not only my brother Tom, but you know, a lot of people at the footy club that I've become really close with, and and they've you know helped me out and been very good to me. So um, yeah, mate, it was it was unbelievable, and I think the my favourite part about it is that I get to get to do it again this year. So, um, yeah, it's good, mate. I, I definitely don't take any of the footy stuff for granted. Probably unlike I used to a little bit. Um, and, yeah, I've, I feel very lucky that I'm a part of it and part of such a good footy club. Speaking of Paddy McCarty, Paddy, Paddy McCarty, goodness me, Paddy McCartan, <laughs> uh, November is World yeah, Diabetes Month. That'll get on Hutch in Pickers' show. I've uh, got a really uh, important uh, temper text here for you, Paddy. Just uh, wanting to ask, how can you educate friends of someone with diabetes to look out for signs things are not okay? My son's eight-year-old teammate at basketball and footy just got diagnosed, but we'd love to educate teammates on ways to educate them to look out for some signs that they might be struggling. What sort of advice would you give yeah. there? No, it's a, it's, a, it's a really good question. I think um, especially at that younger age, it's sort of, it can be difficult, especially with young kids, um, sort of finding signs and things like that. But I think, you know, when I was young, I was really lucky that I had really good coaches and things like that. So I think even if it's just like, it can be even at the like five minutes at the end of, of training, like, you know, for their basketball team, um, if they want, you know, 
the coach can get up and the young fellow with diabetes can get up and even what, like if the young fellow's parents want to come as well and just sort of talk to the kids a bit about some of the, like firstly what diabetes is. Um, you can just give a bit of a brief rundown of what it is and what it's like and then, you know, some of the signs to look for. So whether it's the young fellow when he gets a bit low, um, he gets a bit vague or he might start acting a bit funny or a bit different to usual and just little signs like that just to look for. Because um, I think, you know, not only, I mean, I think it's really good for, for um, you know, the kids in his team to understand sort of what's going on. But I think probably for me, um, you know, I got up, you know, in front of the Swans boys at the start of this year and did pretty much the exact same thing. And I think, um, I think it was great for everyone to sort of learn a bit about diabetes. But I think for me in particular, it was really good just to know that sort of people have a bit of an understanding now of what, what I'm going through in some cases. And, you know, if I do have a lower training or if something does go wrong potentially, then um, I don't have to sort of feel embarrassed about that or feel like um, people sort of go, what's going on here or, you know, sort of that kind of thing. So I think it works both ways. And, um, you know, I think those conversations are really good to have, especially in sort of that sporting environment, but it can be anywhere. It can be at the, in the classroom or at a workplace or, or anywhere. So, yeah, so that's a really good question. Paddy, thanks so much for your time this morning. That's uh, a great advice. And uh, well, I hope 2023 is as good as 2022 for you, maybe with one better result uh, from the team's uh, point of view. Thanks so much for jumping on the line this morning. No, thanks, Eves, mate. Have a good day. Appreciate it.